Managing a team can be super tough. And a lot of executive directors actually go into founding an organization without much managing or supervisory experience. And it's super evident to the staff and the volunteers that they have. And you don't want anyone thinking this person should not be managing a bunch of people, right? And good culture or bad culture can make or break an organization. Is this a place that people want to be at, that they feel valued, that they understand that the leader knows where the organization is going, has a vision, is trying to execute it? Or is this a place that is disorganized and leads people feeling frustrated and undervalued? So you want to make sure that you have good culture, right? And the problem is a lot of executive directors know that they don't have good culture. They know they have a culture issue, but they don't know how to address it. So today we're going to talk about addressing your culture issues in very practical terms. Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 18 of the Harvesting Results Show, where I help you serve others by offering tools, resources, and advice so that you can nurture those roots to harvest the fruits of all of your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I'm Rebecca Britt, and today we are talking about culture and how do you fix bad culture um, or how do you keep a good temperature gauge on your culture. So before we dive right in, I want to make sure that you know that I have a free master's class. It is the top three mistakes nonprofit startups make, and it's my free gift to you. You can head on over to katulo.com slash startup and grab your free seat today. What I see a lot of executive directors do when they realize that there is a culture issue is they jump straight to the solutions, right? So they're like, oh, people are gossiping or people, we aren't coming back and people don't like it here that much or whatever. People are leaving. They jump right to the solution. So they're like, I'm going to, you know, install a coffee maker or we're going to start celebrating birthdays or I'm going to make sure people are valued or appreciated. So we're going to do a dinner out once in a while with everyone. And those things might be meaningful, but they might not be meaningful or they could even be worse because all your volunteers and staff want you to do is focus on these couple things and you're out here planning appreciation events and they're like okay but it would be nice if you just did x y and z back at the facility or you know back at the organization so that i could feel valued and appreciated and like i'm working towards this important cause on a daily basis so the worst thing you can do is put a bunch of resources into something you think is going to help and is actually going to hurt more because people just feel like even more you don't understand at all what their experience is. So the good news is, is it's not your job to fix this. Okay, wait, it might be your job to fix it. It is not your job to know how to fix it. Like executive directors, we always think that we need to like go in our office and just like okay, let's by ourselves figure out what we need to do to make the culture better. Okay, we're going to implement this. We're gonna do this solution. No, like you don't have to do that. All you have to do is acknowledge there might be a culture issue or I don't want there to ever be a culture issue. So I'm going to stay curious and ask and keep you know the communication open with my volunteer and staff. So there are three questions that you can ask your volunteer and staff on a regular basis to make sure that you are getting to the bottom of any culture issues you may have, or just making sure that you don't create any. 
And it is 100% your job in your responsibility to ask these questions and stay curious and make sure that you are getting the answers about your culture. You want to keep a temperature gauge on your culture because it's the lifeblood of your organization. Do people want to be here? If people don't want to be here, then you've got to fix that, but not alone. Do it with them. Ask them how you can fix it because it's them that are deciding if it's a worthy culture, right? Okay. So question number one, what frustrates you? If we had a boss, think of having a boss and they come to you and they're like, what frustrates you? You could totally tell them the pain points about your job and what's frustrating, right? So allow them to say what frustrates them. Um, and this is a lot better of a question than like, how could we improve? Or do you like volunteering here? Or do you like being a staff member here? This is like, what's frustrating. Okay. And people can look into their day, you know, day there, uh, at your facility or in your organization and say, you know, all right, yeah, this actually is frustrating. It's really frustrating that I don't know my role. It's really frustrating that when I email people, they don't email me back. It's really frustrating that when I try to sign up for volunteer slots, there's none available, or I don't know how to do that, or I have to call in to do that. And I just would rather it be an online process. Um, it's frustrating that you don't know my name. Okay. Could be a whole bunch of things, but it allows this conversation to not only hear their pain points, but possibly hear their ideas uh, for things that could make everyone's life easier that you haven't even thought of because maybe you don't do their role all the time. Okay. So it's a really good way to elicit what are the pain points and to have what people have deemed difficult conversations, which really shouldn't be difficult conversations, right? This is like, what frustrates you about the job? It's completely objective. It's you are here in this organization and I'm asking you if there's any pain points. It's not like, what have I done wrong? You don't, don't take any of this personally. Okay. One great thing about that you can offer as a leader is being objective and putting yourself in that person's shoes, being empathetic to their experience. And if you were at volunteering or working at a place, you would want to be able to voice your frustrations without the executive director taking everything personally, right? So don't take everything personally, be objective, hear them, validate them and be like, Whoa, that is frustrating. I get it. Okay. So what frustrates you then ask them, how can I communicate better? And the reason why you ask this is a very frustrating thing can be that things aren't communicated or aren't communicated well, or are not communicated the way that the recipient, um, likes to be communicated with, right? Often, if you ask them what frustrates you about working here or volunteering here, they're not going to say your communication style, right? So this gives them an added, um, opportunity to be able to say what communication works well for them. So, Let's say, you know, they email you sometimes and you don't email back. This is a time for them to say, you know, sometimes I have questions and I don't get the answers to them. This could be a time where they say, you know, I fill out logs of my activities that I do here. Um, I fill out like a, a volunteer log or I fill out case notes if I'm an employee or whatever. And I never hear anything back on those. Like, I don't know if I'm doing well. I don't know if I'm doing the job that I'm supposed to do. I never get like great job or you could improve. So just wondering where I stand here, that would be a great 
bit of feedback for you to get to learn how to communicate. It might just be, you know, there was a big event here last week and I didn't know about that event and I would have loved to know about that event because I have all these people that I'm connected to that actually could have donated da 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 you know, whatever. And then you're like, thinking to yourself before you get defensive, right? But a lot of us think like, okay, how did they not know about that event? Like we've been posting it on uh, social media for the last, you know, two months. Maybe they don't follow us on social media. We put it in our newsletter that's on the email. Even if somebody is saying that you don't communicate well and you know that you are communicating these things out, Don't come from a place of like, okay, but we did put it out there and so you weren't looking. Okay, they aren't getting it. So do you wanna be spending your time putting information out in the way that you think people should receive it? Or do you wanna take your time putting things out there in the way that people do receive it? So if you have people that are actually in your organization and this happens all the time and they have no clue what the other one does. Maybe they're part of one program and they don't know what the other program does. Or maybe they you know, have come to one event and they don't even know what you do. They come to your annual whatever fundraiser, but they actually have no clue what your mission is. What That is all part of like culture and getting everybody to know what you do and why you do it and getting people bought in, right? So if you have events, if you have anything that you need to communicate, what you guys do, what your impact is, right? That needs to be communicated in several ways throughout your organization, in person, when people are at your organization, at events, online, um, every time you're talking to them, like it could be a whole bunch of ways that you communicate things out. So that's something that could come up if, if you ask, how could I communicate better? Okay. And if you say, how could I communicate better? And they say like, I don't know. I think you communicate pretty good. Then you can say like, okay, are there any times that you wish you could say something or give feedback or give ideas when you can't? And if they say no, then you're good. Okay. But sometimes people just want like a time to be able to offer up information to the organization, um, suggestions or ideas or talents that they would like to give. And if, if they don't have time to give those, then they just might never. And then you miss out on those great ideas and those talents that you've attracted in. If you ask, how could I communicate better? If you're not a good communicator, they might have this whole list. Um, but if they're like, don't really get that question, you can probe a little bit with like, are there anything that you ever wish you could share with us that you don't get the opportunity to do? And, and how do you think we could collect that? If you're a bad communicator and you ask somebody, how can I communicate better? There's a way that you say that, right? That's like, well, you're really bad at it. And even the way you just asked made me kind of scared and I'm not gonna tell you the right answer, right? So we need to ask things in a way that elicits honest feedback. So how do you ask, how could I communicate better if you already know that you're not a great communicator? Like you can't keep up with all this volunteer and staff. You have so much on your plate. Like you don't wanna add another thing to like tell people and keep them in the know or to go through each one of their activity logs or like whatever it is. Come to them and say, I understand that I haven't been a great communicator. I don't do it well. I'm trying really hard to strengthen that. Can you tell me how I can communicate better or what are times that you felt like more communication would have been nice. So now they get to think back and think like, this is the time that 
more communication would have been nice. So that you don't have to assume, oh, I need to be communicating about events and everything that's happening and talking about our brand. But no, if there's very clear times that your volunteers and staff are saying, these are when it would have been essential, then you can start just focusing on those things. So that's helpful. But the bigger thing is that you've become vulnerable, right? You've said, I suck at this, or I I'm not great at doing this. And can you help me understand how I could do this better? You could use this approach anytime you're talking about somebody that maybe you're holding somebody accountable. Maybe, um, you know, you need to tell somebody that their behavior isn't okay or whatever. And you could always come to it with like a, I'm not understanding this. I need to understand this better. Um, maybe I didn't train you right. Like how can we get you to where you need to be? But for this question, how could I communicate better? It is, I'm not doing this well. How do you think I could do this better? Or when were the times that you felt like I really failed in communication so that I can understand the problem and re really where I need to be focusing my attention. And what's so great about this is now, instead of saying, how could I communicate better? And just like, I don't know, you suck at it. And nobody wants to tell you that. Now you've created this vulnerability in this problem and there's this shift that happens with the person, the person that's hearing, instead of hearing like, how can I communicate better? They're hearing like, oh my gosh, they're saying that like, this is actually something that they really struggle with. So now they're acknowledging that they don't do this well. And now I have some empathy for them that they don't do this well. And they're open to hearing my experiences about how that communication, poor communication has affected their organization and my role. And they wanna hear from me on how they could be better. Give somebody, it makes somebody feel so much more open to giving you that information, right? So don't just say, how could I communicate better? Make sure you're saying, if you're not, if you already know you're not good at it, acknowledge that and say, I'm really trying to take in some feedback for that. And this builds trust and builds culture because they understand that you're being honest, you're being vulnerable, you're communicating, you're building those relationships. So all of this question asking is building culture. And finally, the third question is what would make your job easier? This is, such an awesome question because people have ideas and solutions and they might be trudging through their day job doing things this, in this super manual drawn out bad process and the whole time they're doing it they think it's stupid that they do it this way and they think that they have a better idea for how they could do it so you ask, what would make your job easier and if they say well i'm frustrated with this this is how i think it can be run and what do most executive directors do? We go, great, here's all these new things that we need to do and implement and this is gonna, no. You go like, wow, that is a great idea. Um, I'm nervous about the capacity I have to implement something new like that soon, but I wanna be really responsive to your ideas and the fact that this is frustrating and you think that this could make your job easier. So would you be willing to do some of the research on that? Would you be able to get me, you know, maybe it's like a new software that they want that would help them intake people or whatever. Then you could be like, could you do some research for me? Could you actually lay out in a table the different softwares that are out there and the different pricing plans and which one you would go with? Could you do some of that groundwork so that I can kind of make a decision? Um, and a lot of times people are like, wow, she's listening to me, she trusts me. You know, because you are empowering people. And one of the best things a leader can do is have faith in people. Just have faith in people. Have faith so that they can step up and 
Take some of the weight off your shoulders. Give them that opportunity. Now, you didn't just give them the credit card and say, go buy the software you want. No, but you said like, can you do these things? You're gonna find a couple things. People are either gonna blow you out of the water, they're going to do those things and come back with, this, these are my suggestions, and they will take it in high regard because now you've asked them, how should I spend donors' money on something that's going to make the processes easier and serve our mission more? But you might also find that they don't do it, right? Because how many times as executive directors do people say, you should do X, Y, and Z, and when you turn around and say, okay, great, can you start that thing? They don't start that thing because people have a lot of great ideas, but they don't realize how much time and energy that they take. But that's important too, because if they say, this is what would make my job easier, and then you say, wow, like totally get that, would love it if you could help me get to the point where we could implement something like that. Could you start with the research phase of that? Or could you draw out for me what that would look like? If they can't take the few steps that it would take you know, them to draw that out for you, then they're not ser that serious about your organization or about that change. It's not obviously that big of a pain point for them if they don't wanna take any ownership of that over. So then if they come back to you next time you ask these questions and you say, what would make your job easier? And they go, they say the same thing. And you're like, right, where are we with that? Where, where are we at with that? That whole you know, list of what, um, you know, what softwares are out there and what do they cost? And they're like, oh yeah, I, I didn't have time to do that or whatever. Then you're like, all right, well, you know, I'm ready to look at it as soon as you're, you're ready to do it. Um, so this is not like you sitting in a room trying to figure out how to fix your culture. This is you asking questions, building relationships, empowering people, having discussions to get to the bottom of three things, right? What frustrates them? How can you be a better communicator? because we're talking about the pain points in the organization and then you're talking about your direct relationship with them, which is important, you need, you need both. And then what would make their job easier? And throughout all of this, you're empowering them to tell you, how can I communicate better? What works for you? Wow, that's a great idea. Can you help us implement some of those things? And being responsive and ready to implement right away without feeling like you need to go in a room now and research all the things that they said or spend more money or do whatever. Help them be part of the solution, but have those conversations, get curious with them. And I'm telling you, a volunteer or staff member that feels heard, feels like they've been communicated with, feels like, uh, the executive director values them, values them enough to come and ask them some questions about their organization and their experience there. Hello, it's not that hard, but it means so much. It means so much. Think about the places you have worked and that you've been a volunteer at and think about if they came to you and just asked you, what frustrates you about work being here? Um, can I communicate better? And how could your job be easier? And if the person's great, you'd be like, no, nothing. We want to know how to make your life easier. Like volunteering here is awesome. You know, being a staff member here is awesome. You know, we're just here for the mission. So if that's what you get, that's fine. But you have to leave opportunities open for the conversation because otherwise you just keep putting your head in the sand, keep pretending you know what the issue is, keep solving an issue that doesn't even exist or solving the, the wrong issue or solving it with the wrong solution. And then you inherently, or in turn, make the, make the problem worse. So I hope that helps. I hope you get curious. I hope you ask some questions. 
I hope anytime that you feel like you need to just jump to a solution that you pause and ask more questions, include your team, include your staff, tell them what's going on, be transparent, have a conversation, right? Keep the communication going, empower them to do some of the pieces in a way that makes them feel ownership, not like you're dictating them to do anything, but some ownership and some joint responsibility and a, a team player, right? I would love you to tell me in the comments some other questions that you ask that are really helpful for culture, help you get to the, the bottom of people's experience at your organization. These questions are not the only ones that you can ask or should ask. There's a whole bunch. The main thing is to stay curious and keep the conversation going. So I would love to hear what questions you've asked that have been helpful to promote culture in your organization. Thank you so much guys for your service to this world. I'll see you next time.